Good morning, friends. It's Grania Tyndall here. It's Numbers for Success, and it's another Numbers for Success podcast on all things soul. Friends, it's the 31st of January, 2023. We've got to the last day of the month, so what a month it has been. And today's podcast will be my take on what I expect numerology and otherwise for February of 2023. As I always say, friends, please thank you and please share (laughs) all of these podcasts because it's so wonderful to see the listenership growing and growing and growing all over the world. And that is my dream and my purpose, one of my purposes anyway, to share wisdom and knowledge and people take what they want from it and pass it on. And also our growing community. I'm so grateful to you all. If you're interested in becoming part of our community, um, please make sure to send me an email and I'll leave the information down below. So let us begin, friends, without further ado. What a month January has been. And um, as as projected and suspected and um, we saw, there's been a lot of shocks and a lot of, um, you know, change and people, you know, rising up as, as we suspected. And we are now currently in the age of Aquarius. And I did a podcast on that a few days ago which has had a a massive listenership. So please thank you again and feel free to share it. And um, with that in mind, coming into the month of February, there's so much I need to say and it's to try and condense it into the pace of time I have. So let us begin. So certainly um, from the 22nd of January, we had Uranus, which is the planet ruling Aquarius um, going stationary re- stationary direct meaning it had been retrograde since about last August and, um, and we know a lot has happened in the world since last August but now it's going stationary direct along with most of the main planets and as a result of that a lot of things are in the flow and Uranus loves to it's the person who arrives at your party just as a surprise uh, and sort of creates havoc and um, Uranus is now in full flow and you know uh, and will be certainly until um, the end of May and coming on and off all the time obviously till about 2026 however at the moment, um, so we're heading into the month of February and, you know, here in Ireland, we always commemorate between the 1st and 2nd of February a, a festival or a period like um, um, what we call Imbulg and a you know, bulug in Irish is the belly. So it's 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 in the belly. It's it's the beginning. It's the gestation. It's the it's the birthing of something new. So um, and it's wonderful that this is the first year uh, here in Ireland that Bridget has been acknowledged for her uh, presence, and we're getting a national holiday. And I know uh, friends like Barbara O'Mara and uh, Karen Ward have been uh, instrumental in getting that out there and out you know talking about the energy of Bridget and what a woman Bridget was and I feel I have to sort of dedicate a little bit of um, information to her so I'll try and tell it as much in a story as possible but in terms of um, the month of February the first day really celebrating Imbolg is about the rebirth and it's the genesis of what we've been working upon for quite some time. We, we have mentioned before 
and I have to give her, I have to give it mention, is Pluto. Pluto is a planet that was really only kind of discovered around the 1930s. And that was a time uh, when Pluto was found or discovered in the skies. Um, you know, it was the time of a lot of uh, regeneration of new things. It was the beginning of the microchip, actually, in the 1930s and amongst other things. And so Pluto always regenerates, but also it can be the planet of the underworld, which I think ties in so well with everything that's going on right now. And the ancient ones would have celebrated this time because um, it was a time of the dark nights were starting to um, get shorter, thank goodness. And, you know, it was starting to get brighter during the day. And, you know, the, the ancient ones would have very much, you know, revered this time because they knew it was a time of where the the animals were starting to um, you know, get pregnant and also it was when life started to come back to their surroundings and the light got dark, got brighter. So homage to Bridget and to Imbolc, which, you know, is so important at this time, even now, um, has been going back for thousands of years. And Bridget was a prominent earth goddess. Um, of the ancient people of Ireland and she's known as a triple goddess because she had three different roles uh, in one and she, she's the keeper of the, the flame and the fireplace is always the heart and the hearth of the home and without fire um, the ancient ones would have died from cold or hunger during the winter months that have just gone past so Bridget has always been the keeper of the hearth um, and which is in Irish is called a nyart, which I think is lovely. A nyart is also the heart. So we're going to see quite a bit of that within the context of what I'll be sharing with you today, because I really do sit with, over a period of weeks, with what information I'm ga- gar- gathering and garnering together to really see possibly the forecast for February. And it's very, very much around the heart. And... But just to go back to Bridget, you know, fire belongs to the lower world. And it said that Bridget was the daughter, the goddess, that is, was the daughter of um, the Dagda, who would have been the um, king of the gods of the underworld, the Tuatha Danu. And um, so she was quite a revered uh, goddess. And fire for Bridget is the heart fire as well as the heart fire and she's a midwife and a healer and she works with people giving birth women giving birth and also the arts and poetry so um that would have been very much a part of what she was considered to be connected to but then also in the fifth century um the first woman in ireland to be professed as a nun in a christian tradition was given the name bridget and I guess this was done to bring people into the new religion and to draw people's awareness and attention away from the earlier goddess tradition. And it's said that this woman, who became known as Bridget the Nun, was born on a threshold. And apparently her mother was a Christian slave who was owned by a chieftain. And Bridget was his daughter. And her mother had been working in the fields and she went into labour. And she, the, the people carried her into the wrath or the house and she fell down on the threshold. So the symbology of that is she had, she was in the outer world and the inner world. So she was of two worlds, which is exactly what 
Bridget means. It means bridge. So it was bridging the the tradition, the, the, the ancient ancient world and the Christian world. So everything is symbolic, isn't it? It's wonderful. But Bridget was some woman, you know. She um, she said that she and a group of women they took themselves off to Kildare to the Curra, which is very flat land. Um, and she went there, and that's where the chieftain lived, who owned all the land. And of course, he's. She said she needed some land to build a church. So he said, go on, throw down your broth, your broth being your cloak and whatever your broth covers, you can have it, you know, real tongue in cheek as he was sitting his mulled wine. And so they all stepped outside and the men were having a good old laugh and Bridget took off her cloak or her broth and threw it on the ground. And it grew and grew and grew till about 20 acres of land were covered. And he said, take what you want, he said, and, uh, and go away now. So of course she built an abbey and it's beside a giant oak tree which Kildare gets his name from Kildara is the church of the oak Kildara and she founded schools and hospitals and she did some tremendous work and of course she got to the attention of the Pope good old Pope Adrian uh, the fourth and he wasn't too pleased because she wasn't paying her taxes so in his wisdom the Pope gave Henry II of England permission on his behalf to bring the Irish church under the Roman system and to reform society throughout the island. So as a result of all of this, the monks were said that they could either leave Ireland or leave their wives and children and become priests or die. Isn't that lovely? And it's also led to the Norman invasion of Ireland. So the whole story of Ireland and Christianity changed at that moment. And women, unfortunately, began to lose their power and their land. And, you know, but in the meantime, Bridget kept the fire lit for centuries and she founded the Brigidine Order. And to this day, that fire still lights and one can go there and, you know, take off the fire. So I just felt I had to bring Bridget in because Bridget, you know, is a very significant part of what is going on for us all. So in many ways, the 1st and the 2nd of February is the beginning of a time of, again, the heart and the heart of the home. And that would have been very prevalent around 2020 when we were in a number four year. Now, we're currently in a second month obviously of the calendar and number two is always relating to divine feminine that's why I needed to give Bridget um, her full a full uh, deal and talk about her and you know the two is all about the choices and decisions it's about the co-creation piece that I talk about all the time and um, about recognizing that you are a vibrational being and what you're thinking about, you're bringing about, especially at this time when we're transcending the threshold, if you will, like Bridget on the threshold, Bridget's mother and how Bridget made her entrance, the threshold of a new world, a new age, a new way of being. And so being a two month, we always add the number seven, which is 2023, added together to each other and it comes to the nine. So that tells me numerology wise, we are in a nine vibration for February 2023. So what can we expect? Well, the number nine is the last of the single digits and it is very much around integrity. It's around law. It's around justice. And the number nine gives us an opportunity about endings of the old 
so that the new can come in. And that, of course, ties in perfectly with astrology because Pluto, power, um, the underworld is starting to move into Aquarius. It's still in the sign of Capricorn and Capricorn is all it's on and off. Capricorn, Pluto went into Capricorn for the first time in 2008. And we all know what happened then. It was the destruction of the financial systems. Now it is coming to the end of its cycle. It'll be on and off until 2024. It will be heading back into Capricorn on uh, February the 11th. And so from February the 11th till the middle of May or thereabouts, actually no, sorry, till the 23rd of March, um, it'll be back in Capricorn, which can give us a taste again, if you will, of the old ways, the old power systems, the old power plays. So it's the destruction of the old ways from the top down so that we can rebuild from the grassroots up. However, it's still going to be dancing in and out of Capricorn, as I say, until the 23rd of March, then in May, July, August, and then again, probably the end of the year. And then in January of 2024, it starts its full dalliance with Aquarius, which is the power of the people. So we're going to have a very interesting time. Probably the most important month of this year will be March, which is next month. So I won't talk about that too much. I'll give that lots and lots of attention. But for right now, February, you know, we're going to be seeing a little bit of the old systems, the old power at play, if you will. And with that in mind, you know, number nine month is about the endings. So in order for us to let go, it's about surrendering. We let go, we let God, we let good. We get the supports that we need. Nine is also an opportunity to go deeper into your own self-awareness. I truly believe, friends, we who are on the earth at this time, we have a role and a responsibility to figure out who we are. Not necessarily as a person, as in an egoic person or egoic mind or soul. We're talking about your true essence. Who am I? Why am I here? What has, you know, what am I here to learn and bring and use my divine purpose. That's something we at this time, especially in February, will be given another opportunity. It's about really trusting. Trusting, which is number seven to do with 2023, in a higher power, which is the nine. The nine can also be associated with media. Media, the um, uh, you know news reports, newspapers, obviously, mainstream media social media, but also it can be to do with um, the acting world, Hollywood, Netflix, um, all of the various different platforms, you know, Disney that have come up to be um, presented to present to us, uh, Sky, all those things. And again, it's just the names of the of the organizations, um, which they're not really relevant per se, but it's to do with the platform they represent. Um, that'll definitely be under the spotlight, excuse the pun, but it will, even in um, plays, you know, the the theatre world. So there's certainly going to be surprises 
in February because this has to be the ending of the old ways. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. This is going to take years. It could take at least 20 years. However, it's the beginning. And firstly, the ending has to come. And the underworld, Pluto, and we have the two of Danu, you know, where Bridget is from originally, the goddess that is. It's about the secrets coming up. Literally, could even be literally from the underworld. So, you know, we're going to hear a lot. Um, certainly coming up to the full moon uh, on the 5th and 6th of uh, February, there could be lots of revelations. And around the 11th of February and around the 20th of February. So if you can keep those dates in mind as days when I would actually say some shocking um, work, shocking, I can't even put them into words. I'm just literally channeling here. Some shocking revelations and stories will be revealed, which can bring us either in a place of fear or a place of love. So make sure that you recognize your own vibration because it would be very easy to go and panic but it's to try and stay calm because it's a story and it has these things will have happened and now it's time and an opportunity for each and every one of us to take full responsibility for the co-creation of our own lives that's what february is about the two is about choice how are you going to co-create this experience are you going to go down the slippery slope are you going to kind of Observe, not absorb. And with that in mind, you know, maybe you ask yourself what has been growing um, within you at this time, because this period, February, is literally in bulk. It's the beginning of the growing of a new life within one's belly. It could be literally as well, of course. And this is an opportunity, as we say, to create a new way of looking at things. And so with that full moon coming in Leo, again, I'm not an astrologer. I just have an interest. My understanding, Leo, is obviously associated with the lion. And once again, the lion to me is associated with bravery, but it's also to do with the heart. Um, Cordeline, Cordeline and Cour, La Cour, the heart of the matter and alliance are usually associated or the Leo the sign of Leo again it is at 16 degrees uh, in astrology and as I said maybe in my last uh, podcast around Jacinda um, Ardern and Alec Baldwin I spoke about their sole purpose being a karmic number of 16 slash 7 so that 16 is occurring again in the context of the degrees it presents itself in the earthly skies. And the thing is, 16 is a karmic debt and it's about healing the past, healing the misdemeanors, the, the misuse of power from the past. And it has to do with the heart. So I feel this full moon is really going to highlight and show us as a world what we have not seen. In fact, we've been shown an awful lot of things for many, many years, uh, right in front of our eyes, through the movies, to theatre, through books, through literature. And now it's almost like we're going to be seeing it through 
not through rose-tinted glasses, but through very clear, concise information. And around the time of the full moon, the fifth and the sixth, again, five is always to do with change, shock, change, changing of patterns. And the sixth can be to do with, you know, coming together to support each other. So with the, with the lion there, it's about leadership, our leaders of countries, our leaders within our communities, those who we've put on pedestals coming tumbling down. So, you know, it could be people who have um, been very successful interviewers, people who have acted as in on the stage and on the screen, people who have um, the written word, people who we have, you know, revered. And I feel around that this time, the 5th and 6th, the whole of the month of February is about the ending of the old structures. And as we prepare for March of 2023. And obviously, February itself, let's face it, we'd have to be very hard hearted <laughs> if we don't mention um, we're coming up to the 14th of February. And for me, you know, February can be a time when we assess our relationships and how we relate. So it can be a beautiful time to to honour that. And maybe you could take time to contemplate for yourself who has been the teachers of your heart in the past and what are you currently learning about love because it is all about love at the end of the day and who are your current teachers of the heart if you have some and maybe ask yourself the following in what areas of your life do you feel half-hearted rather than full-hearted and where do you feel maybe weak-hearted rather than strong-hearted? Where are you maybe closed-hearted when you could be open-hearted? And in what ways are you maybe confused or doubting rather than clear-hearted? So I feel they're important messages to and maybe to sit with and to especially at this time of celebrating all things love and whilst on the worldwide stage, it may look like we're watching um, a film about the future, we're actually a part of creating the future. You know, we had Bridget, the goddess, there she was, you know, fighting her cause here in Ireland back in, you know, ancient times, both the goddess and the Christian uh, Bridget. And here we are and she was all around the heart and the heart of fire and the home which correlates so well with Leo the full moon in Leo which is about heart and it can be physically as well about heart issues um, and as I said in my Age of Aquarius uh, podcast the glyph on a chart of Aquarius is those jagged lines that to me look like a heart monitor so I think you understand what I'm trying to say and also to be mindful of that you know we need to send love and healing to everyone who is suffering at this time we need to bring the light as the light enters in bulk and for the beginning of spring here in the northern hemisphere it is our responsibility to bring light to the world to bring awareness and to support those who are transcending but also transitioning into an awareness and the great awakening and that's what year seven is about it's the great awakener and it's going to be done in spats of shocks 
and maybe then peace again and shock. So just be mindful that it is a story that you are a part of and how you react and respond will give you the end result. So then, of course, just to go back to February, on the 20th of February, we have a brand new moon in Pisces and Pisces is going to be February to March is going to be an incredible month of change and also Pisces is one of the highest vibrational um, uh, energies of the um, astrology and it's you know people who are highly sensitive and intuitive so I'll give that a little bit more credence closer to the time because I will be coming on every week anyway to talk further details but for the moment I thought I'd end off with just an invocation for our good old Bridget and because I love her and uh, she is really wonderful for if you're pregnant and you're or you're birthing a new idea or concept. So here's an invocation. Great Celtic goddess Bridget, saint of the land, mother of wells and holy places. Thank you for embracing me with your holy love. Oh, bright one, fill up my vessel of my being with your burning bright light. Thank you for helping me connect with my capacity to create. Thank you for helping me locate the aspects of my being that are filled with passion and drive. Thank you for helping me share my gifts and my true self with the world. I am embraced by your light. I give permission for my passions and desires to be ignited. Sacred fire within, burn brightly. O holy goddess, thank you for warming my heart with your presence as I step on the path of truth once more. And so it is. <laughs>